Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Welcome to the INFJ Whisperer podcast, where I dissect all things INFJ. You are not alone anymore. There are others like you. Hey guys, I hope that you guys are doing amazing wherever you are in the world. My name is Boom Shekha, and I'm so grateful that you're listening, subscribing, and commenting. I appreciate the support. And if you're interested in supporting me further, you can do that by going to my Ko-fi or Patreon link. They're both in the description below. In this one, I wanted to speak to you guys about how INFJs really, really despise being vulnerable in a group setting. 
we just don't if you want to be vulnerable we really would prefer it if we're doing it in a one-on-one situation I've noticed this particularly about me because I've been hanging out with a lot of people over the last couple of weeks there have been a bunch bunch of festivals and and weekend trips and things like that where I've been surrounded by a group of people for an extended period of time which is not usual for me obviously I spend all my time in this apartment here um, I rarely go out. If I go out, it's just to grab food and I'm eating by myself or I just grab takeaway and I come back to my apartment. So in general, I do spend a lot of time on my own and I love it. But I was thinking to myself, you know, a bunch of my friends are leaving Chiang Mai because that's how people do it. Usually around February, March, they start, usually February, people start leaving Chiang Mai because it becomes really smoky here because of all the agricultural burning. And so people will go all over the world. Sometimes they'll go to Bali, sometimes they go to Europe, sometimes they go back home to visit family. Um, they go everywhere, really. And so a lot of my friends are leaving and I realized, okay, I need to spend some time with them because then I won't get to spend time with them for at least six or seven months. And so I've been doing a lot of these kind of things and I noticed that people will end up asking me really pertinent, no, impertinent, impertinent questions. <laughs> really vulnerable questions right out in the open in front of seven or eight people, five of whom I don't know really well. Perhaps I know one or two people really well, perhaps usually just one who's really invited me and usually my extroverted friend. And the rest of them are strangers. And then they end up asking me the question about, you know, why, why don't you like doing this? Or why? And, then, and it's a very personal question. It's very much about like my deep, deep inner workings. And I'm thinking to myself, this is inappropriate. For me, at least, as an INFJ, I think I can't and I don't want to answer this question in this setting. There's six people here who I really don't know well, and I don't think that I want to share this with me, with those people. And so usually I'll just laugh it off or I'll just brush off their question or I'll say something, but not really the deep essence of what I really want to say. And I wish that that person would not have asked me that question in that setting because instantaneously, as soon as this point of being vulnerable comes up, for an energy, it's like the death blow. It is like a KO moment. Um, and you're just you're just thinking to yourself, I want to run away right now, or I want to hide, or I want to get angry about this, or I want to cry, or do something like this, but I don't want to answer this question. Yeah. And so mostly it's like a fight, fight or flight response for us. We just instantly feel like we're, we're, we're closing up, and our heart starts pounding really fast, and we go into anxiety mode and we're like, why is this person doing this to me? Don't they love me? I thought they were my friend. Why are they asking me questions like this? And I really don't want to answer this question. What should I do? Now, over time, I've actually learned how to deflect these questions by perhaps asking a question of my own or answering in a way that doesn't really share that much, but gives them a little bit of, a little bit of the essence of what I would say if we were by ourselves or one-on-one with a person that I cared about and was comfortable with. But in general, I've noticed that instantaneously my flavor or like the taste on my tongue or like just the the taste for the situation, my my eagerness to be in that group setting just depletes completely. Instantaneously, I think to myself, I think I need to go to the washroom to replete myself or to rejuvenate myself because I feel all of a sudden very tired. And that's exactly essentially what an INFG is all about. We just... We have a very hard time being vulnerable. And this is not obviously just associated with INFJs. People in general have a hard time being vulnerable and we don't like it when we're exposed in such a manner, especially for an INFJ in such a group setting. If you're gonna do it, if you're gonna expose me or try to learn a little bit something about me, something deeper, I would really prefer it as an INFJ that you did it in a one-on-one situation. 
if I love you and we're com comfortable with being with each other and we're friends, good friends, very good friends, <laughs> and we have a practice of sharing these kind of things with each other, then absolutely one-on-one -on -one, I will tell you exactly what's going on with me. But a lot of extroverts have a tendency to poke and prod at our inner workings in a group setting because they're so comfortable with it. They're like, well, yeah, this is easy peasy. I do this all the time. I'm vulnerable around people uh, in group settings and it's, it's comfortable for me. I don't even mind it. In fact, I, I love it. And so for them, they don't even think twice about doing it to us. And for us, it's like, as I said, the de death blow is literally we're sitting there thinking, oh my gosh, I am going to... I'm going to faint right here, I'm going to die, or why would you do this to me? I thought you loved me, I thought you were my friend, or things like that. Now, of course, this is just the basic difference between an extrovert and an introvert. So it's not that they're doing this because they hate us, although the feeling will come up in our head thinking, I don't ever want to spend time with them again. But I did notice, as I, as I said, a bunch of times I was in these group settings in the last couple of weeks, and, and people would ask me questions where it was extremely personal. I'm thinking to myself, how how dare you think that I would answer this question in such a setting? And of course, the problem is that I ended up deflecting the question or answering it in a way that was obviously not satisfactory to the other person. I could see it in their face that they knew what I was trying to do. And I felt like our relationship crumbled a little bit because of that. And so really, I, I, I assume or I believe that the problem here is perhaps not with them because most people are, not going, to, are going to be fine with answering such questions perhaps. But perhaps the problem is, is with me, with INFJs, that we just need to learn that sometimes being vulnerable in a situation like this is actually good for the relationship in general because it means that you can become closer and closer to that person. And I've noticed that, you know, that person, perhaps also it might be their fault, but mostly I noticed that after I deflect the question or answered it in such a poor fashion, I noticed that they weren't as happy with me as before. They were a little bit colder and they just they felt perhaps that I was not being vulnerable around them even though they considered my me my me their friend I wish I could have just stopped them in that moment and be like all right just time out I don't like answer questions like this in a group setting these people around me five of them I don't even know and two of them I don't like and so why would I share something so vulnerable something so deep and profound to me in such a setting uh, ask me again when we're one-on-one -on -one, something like that course I didn't do that and as I said you know I felt like the relationship crumbled slightly perhaps very slightly but still crumbled a little bit and I don't know what the solution to this obviously is because again I refuse to answer these questions in such a setting I don't think I don't think most people should be privy to or are worthy and that's a very big word to use but I really don't think as an INFJ that a lot of people most people are worthy of my deep inner workings most people have not earned it they're just random acquaintances or random people that I know so how can I share such a deep profound thing to me in such a setting especially when I don't know that person at all and how, I don't know how they're gonna take it and I don't know if it's gonna come across as being aloof or cold or whatever it is but I still can't do it as I said though sometimes we just need to bear it and, and grin and bear it kind of thing and say, okay, cool, yeah, I don't like this. I really don't like it. My heart is pounding and I'm anxious and I really don't want to share this, but perhaps if it results in me being assimilated with the group a little bit more and building a relationship with this individual further and perhaps showing these individuals that because they've been vulnerable, I can be vulnerable as well, that perhaps it's a good idea to go ahead and do it. 
Yeah. Now, of course, I'm saying this from a perspective of a person who really wants to learn how to do this better. I really do want to learn how to do this better. For example, uh, recently a friend of mine, a really good friend of mine, who I would have shared with in an instant if she was by herself, you know, said in a group setting, you know, Boom really has a time, hard time being intimate with people, especially men. And that's a very good point. I do have a very hard time being intimate with people, especially men. It's the essence of who I am. But she said it in a group setting and I just sat there and I stood there and I was like, what am I supposed to say here? And I was like, yeah, that's true. And I agreed with her because it was the truth. But I, in my head, I was thinking, well, this is a very deep, dark part of me. And you share this in such a fashion and around all of these people. So that's a little bit rude and that's a little bit unacceptable. <laughs> but what can you do? Sometimes things just happen that way and you just have to grin and bear it. And that's what I'm saying in this video as well. Unfortunately, please, sometimes you just have to realize that you have to grin and bear it. And in fact, actually, you might be better off answering the question than holding back. Now, I'm not saying every situation requires that. Sometimes there are toxic people asking you things that do not deserve the answer. So that's okay. But sometimes you might have to answer the question to build a relationship further, to be vulnerable with this person and to let them realize that, yes, you care about them and you love them and it's okay for them to ask questions like that in the future. I hope this makes sense. If you guys have any questions, please do comment below. Otherwise, if you're interested in supporting me further, you can do that by going to my Ko-fi link. I shall see you guys the next time around. Bye for now. Thanks for listening. If you want to put a face to the voice, you can check out my YouTube channel, Boom Shakar. Bye for now. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.